Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. I'm Ken Moore, and I'm down in Hermitage, Arkansas, south of Warren, for a local conversations event conducted by the Arkansas Agriculture Department. We have about 100 people here for this event, and it's just an opportunity for local produce growers to network with and learn about marketing opportunities with retailers, local schools. The Farm to School program is being discussed as well, and I'm with Ron Rainey. Uh, economist with the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture, and Ron leads the Market Maker Program for the Division of Agriculture. And I'm also with Bob Middles with the Arkansas Agriculture Department. He is Director of Marketing and Communications. And Bob, let's start with you first of all. Uh, thank you so much for conducting these events. And I know you work with Brooke Clanton, uh, who oversees the Arkansas Grown Program. Uh, the importance of these type of events. Uh, you've been doing them for a few years now. How successful are they? You've got a good crowd here today. Well, I think the crowd is just a reflection of, of the opportunity that is, that is growing with local foods. It's it's uh, the need, the drive from consumers. I think a lot of the confusion that's out there about food, food safety, they're turning to a local source, a trusted sur- source, they want to have confidence of where the food is coming from, and that confidence comes from, you know, knowing who's doing it locally. So as more and more consumers turn to sources of, of finding uh, local foods, it's just going to continue to drive the demand f- to have those products. So events like co- local conversations, it's really a, a, a facilitation of the entire chain from growers, distributors, and buyers to continue the dialogue on how do we fulfill the orders and that demand, uh, providing uh, everything from, you know, specialty crops, vegetables, uh, meats, every, you know, product that's out there, uh, there's an opportunity and a niche to fulfill from a local local opportunity. So it's great to see the turnout that we had from those different uh, areas of the channel to, to have this opportunity to network and look at those opportunities. Yeah, and you just summed it right up. And I've been trying to inform people that it's about expanding local operations. In the, you know, it wasn't that long ago, and Ron Rainey knows this, where they just grew for a roadside stand or a U-pick operation. And now they can grow for the market. They can deliver to these food service companies. We just had a panel a moment ago with two representatives of food service companies, one of them Benny Keith. They need locally grown produce, don't they? Yeah, clearly we've gone away from just a truly a niche roadside, a small percent of the overall market as almost every grocery store and retailer now has this section of locally uh, grown and processed food. So when you start talking those type of numbers with mass uh, retail outlets, the demand for for products uh, that are locally sourced, just, it you know, it's, it's, it's huge. And it's not going to stop, I don't think. I think... You know, again, uh, as more and more people get removed from the farm setting, we're down under 2% of the population that comes from a farm. People are just going to be out of touch with what happens in in the production process. And, again, knowing people locally that produce the foods, it it, it builds that trust. And with that comes the demand. So um, you're right. It it is is just growing uh, exponentially as more and more retailers find that they have to, to stock year-round locally produce produce foods and, and, and products. 
Ron, you've been helping growers uh, market their products for a number of years now through Market Maker and, and other programs with the university. Uh, how is that? How successful is the program? And again, uh, are we able to identify? Identifying who these growers are is huge. Finding them and then connecting them and helping them network so their bottom line can increase is, is critical. Yeah, we've, we've had a few successes of, of some fantastic success stories it directly in farm to school and also farm to retail. The thing that's really exciting here is I look out and I see 100 participants there. We have the entire food value chain. We've got growers. We've got school buyers here, nutrition directors. We have some students here from those schools. We also have, as you said, some of the food distribution companies here that are talking about buying directly from farms. So the real exciting thing here is I have that conversation to raise the awareness of, of the market opportunity for farmers, of the consumer, the demand opportunity from the buyer side, that they're actually trying to seek out these opportunities. Because ultimately, consumers do want to know where their food comes from. They want to know how it was produced. And, and Bob hit on it when he said trust. Uh, people trust their farmers, and there's nothing that can be uh, resonant. It's almost foundational that it occurs at the local level. And so to have these conversations uh, with Market Maker and with some of the programs we do, we try to help those farmers understand and build those relationships, the importance of telling their story. Because when Joe Public goes to a grocery store, they may not have a connection, but when they understand that this is a locally grown or an Arkansas-grown product, it means all the difference economically when they buy and support those local products. And when we can help a farmer connect and understand how to tap into either a school system or a restaurant or to deliver directly to Benny Keith, it's, it's revenue and economic development for that local entrepreneur. And so we're just trying to, to capture and expand those opportunities. We have represented down here in, in Bradley County some large tomato-growing families. But what about the smaller truck farmer that really hasn't expanded his acreage are you seeing farmers willing to expand acreage to use high tunnel hoop houses to expand their season so they can grow longer and and reach uh and supply the demand that these food service suppliers have. Uh, we've seen some successes on both sides, with, and you mentioned the high, high tunnel. So technology has allowed expanded production seasons with, uh, with longer production seasons going into the fall and, and getting started a little earlier. But it's also allowed us to make those connections to identify those markets because, you know, who would have known I, from what my researchers tell me that they're growing strawberries into November in Arkansas in high tunnels. So if I'm a consumer... If I'm looking at a retail or a restaurant, they're saying we have locally grown strawberries. I've got to educate that consumer so that they know that, that this is a new system or a new product, and this is not coming in as an import, a traditional import. And so that connection, that relationship marketing is very critical because as you connect with the consumers, these market opportunities start. And so that's the thing that I highlight to those small growers is that they have to compete in terms of having a differentiated product. They can't just, because they're not a large-scale grower, they can't just compete on large volumes. They have right. to get a premium in the marketplace. And when consumers make that connection that this is a small local family farm or I'm supporting my community by purchasing from this farmer, then it becomes some other motivations for buying those products in addition to that fresher flavor profile that hopefully they're getting from a vine-ripened product that is grown and harvested in a shorter period of time. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Ron, for, for explaining that. Uh, Bob, just wrapping this up here, uh, for those who are not here at our event today and, and yet want more information from the uh, Arkansas Agriculture Department who, who are hearing this and want to know how they can connect uh, with and network and, and expand their operations. How can they do that? Well, I think there are a lot of uh, 
places to go. And there's probably just not one because there's not one individual organization that's driving this. You've got us at the Arkansas Ag Department that has the Arkansas Grown Program. You've got your local extension. You have Farm Bureau Economic Development in your own county. So there's a lot of touch points. Uh, the important thing is to reach out and make those connections. Clearly, you can you can you know go to uh, agriculture.arkansas.gov, our website, and, and look for the Arkansas Grown Program. But uh, there's a lot of places farmers can go, and I, I know it feels a little intimidating. It's like, how do I begin to expand and, and, and go from a roadside market to a, uh, you know, supplying either uh, food to a distributor or to a local retail store or a group of restaurants? But uh, there are people out there, and there are tools to help farmers do this and, and get out of this commodity uh, market and get into a value-added branded uh, uh, setting. So, uh, just, just you know, take baby steps, but the first one is to, to make a connection and, and get the process started. And I believe I, I heard uh, Brooke uh, Clanton tell me that uh, this event here today is made possible in large part through a block grant program that, uh, that, the, that the USDA, I believe, uh, provides. So there is an understanding all the way from, from Washington down to the local level of the need to help these specialty crop growers, isn't there, Ron? Oh, absolutely. You know, especially crop block grant program is actually investing in trying to grow not only these existing markets, but who's going to be farming for us in 20 years. So we got to start reaching out just to the next generation of farmers and growing some of these domestic markets. And I think USDA has recognized, or at least they've made some investments to try to help farmers differentiate that they can capture across whatever marketing channel that they're interested in to give them that flexibility. So if I want to be a small farmer that only serves a local market, there's some economic viability that type of a setting. If I want to go large scale and just be a commercial grower that sells into a distributor, I can go that route. But we've, there's some tools and resources available, both from the Ag Department, from the university, and some other agencies that help facilitate to help farmers understand those paths. And I think that's the important thing: is, is helping people understand that there's some assistance available, and uh, and there's some some. To me, the future looks bright in this space. Thanks so much, both of you gentlemen. I've been speaking with Ron Rainey with the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture and Bob Middles with the Arkansas Agriculture Department down here in Hermitage at the local Conversations event.